We have new tag team champions, Rick and Morty show up, and I make do on a bet by saying Tacoma, Washington is the worst town I've ever been to. Buckle up after buzzers, it's going to be a spooky one. I'm Maria Menounos, and you're tuned in to After Buzz TV, the ESPN of TV time. Now, Ah, uh, yes. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you for joining us. We are coming to you live from the world-famous After Buzz Studios in sunny Los Angeles, California. <laughs> and we got a show for you. We've got news. We've got a lead of the week. We've got all the Halloween hijinks coming up. But before we get started, let me go ahead and introduce the amazing team I get to work with today. First up to the far, far left, he is our international (laughs) earth-scouring scout looking for wrestling from all over the globe, whether it's Norway or the Congo or Transylvania (laughs) or here in the U.S. of A. Let's hear it for Roger, the lord of AEW darkness, Coral Corral. I got to suck on the I I clap for myself. Uh, yes. Thank and you, next thanks. to him is our news-breaking scream queen. She is the wickedest witch in the West. Ooh. Ladies and gentlemen, make some noise for Jessica O'Connor. Ooh. You know, it's Halloween, so I wanted to be the most original thing I could think of. So obviously I did a cat. But <laughs> I did. <laughs> And with us today as well, you know, we've got the the international globe scouting scout. We also have to have our local scout, the person who knows the people who are right here in our backyard. So, ladies and gentlemen, let's hear it. Back from the dead, Anissa (laughs) Bard. I'm so excited to be back. Resurrected. Yes. And coming to us from inside the tomb, the man that rattles the bones of the Crypt Keeper himself. Let's hear it for Josh Alonzo. And today I get to be your host. I am Jack the Ripper Farmer here leading the charge. Fun today. Everybody's having a good time. It's our Halloween episode. We've got masks on. This is this is a fun time. Uh, let's go ahead, real quick, guys. Uh, what's it, let's let's get, go ahead and let, Roger. Let everyone know whose mask you're wearing. I am wearing Dragon Lee mask. A Dragon Lee mask. Dragon Lee, <laughs> Dragon Lee mask. mask. Yes, and uh, and Josh in the booth. Tell us about your alter ego. <laughs> Josh, <laughs> Mark, we I am. Believe it or not, if uh, you guys could take a guess right now. I have a love for punk rock and all things metal as well, and I got this Nacho Libre mask on, so I am Macho Libre. Macho Macho Libre. Libre. I like the uh. (laughs) R. And then, of course, I'm I'm rocking Ultimo Dragon. I was a huge fan of him growing up. I love the picture of him with a million titles. And I'm not just wearing it for Halloween. Also, (laughs) I... uh, I, I made a bet. I stay true to my bet. So when I make a bet, I pay up. And I, there was a few asterisks in my bracket. Boy, we're a there. Few. You know, we're not going to get into it just yet. That's a tease. But I, I made a promise. I would wear a mask if, uh, if, if, if there was too many asterisks. I still I'll think it was, a, it was a perfect bracket except for a few asterisks. But, <laughs> hey, it's Halloween. Let's go ahead and do it. What did you guys think of the show? Fun show. Tag teams continue to reign. We had a tag team main event. Hot crowd. We had backstage segments. I was happy all around. 
Yeah, Jessica, what did you think? Yeah, this episode was definitely more playful. It felt like a holiday episode. We had some costumes. We had a little Rick and Morty guest appearance, if you mm-hmm. will. It was it was fun. Yeah, and Anissa, this is the, this is the re debut. Don't call it a comeback. What did you think? <laughs> uh, loved it, of course. You know, this was very a fun show. I really loved, you know, all every single thing about it. You know, the Rick and Morty. You know, Rock and Roll Express coming back. It was yeah. great. Great show. Yeah, well, so much fun stuff. Of course, I'm going to start it with my favorite part of the show, the part that I thought was really the meat and potatoes of this show. Really the thing that That's always a good brought meal. the show <laughs> together. And that was this contract signing for the heavyweight championship of the world over at uh, Full Gear. This contract signing was uh, a few stipulations were added. It's going to be a 60-minute time limit, and there's going to be judges now if it does go to a tie. So we get a winner no matter what. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. At at full gear. Um, How do you guys feel about this match going forward? Are you guys pumped to see it? Do you think, like, like, uh, they're going to go the 60 minutes? Are we going to need the judges? Why not? I mean, it's something different <laughs> with the judges. You know, we don't really see that in wrestling, period. Uh, I really liked uh, Chris Jericho. He brought back the 90s uh, the hair. hair. The hair was oh, yeah. very strange. We don't, you know, we don't really get to see Chris Jericho look like that. But for me, I enjoyed it. I enjoyed this whole moment. I'm glad, you know, it was just them two. Nothing physical happened. It was just man-to-man contract. Let's do this. Let's put on a good show. And they, they teased the judges thing last week. Remember, we ended the show on a draw. Yeah. So you never know. Oh, yes. that's a good point. I didn't even think of it like that. Yeah, it's a good way of having things continue and make sense and pay off later on. I loved how Jericho continually teased the whole, is there going to be someone going through the table? Because contract signings in wrestling always end in shenanigans and hijinks. <laughs> uh, and I love that he kept teasing it. Jericho just just lit my heart up today. He was such a good heel. I loved his his outfit. Uh, Jessica, how did you feel about the contract signing? Before we get into all this stuff that happened after that in the in the parking lot, how did you feel about this interaction between Jericho and Cody as they went back and forth? Yeah, I like. I think they're doing an appropriate amount of buildup. I think everyone's pretty invested at this point, one way or the other. The crowd is definitely invested. They were chanting, "You suck at Jericho." <laughs> I mean, they're definitely behind Cody at this point, and you can see why. I mean, he's definitely. A likable, a likable guy, but there is that likability about Chris Jericho too. So there's a lot yeah. of people out there that are kind of, you know, excited either way. Who doesn't like that jacket he had on, right? He That's has right. that cool guy <laughs> factor versus like the guy that you're just like, like the guy your mom wants you to date. You know what <laughs> I mean? That, yeah, he's exactly the kind of guy my mom wanted me to date. But, <laughs> you know, uh, I love the imagery of it too. Just if you look, if someone just gave you a screenshot of that contract signing, and you have. 
Cody Rhodes in the suit, clean cut guy, taking it seriously. And on the other side, you have Jericho with the long hair, feet up on the table, mm-hmm. being a jerk. You're instantly, you know the story. You can tell these two hate each other. You can tell they don't get along. And Jericho is just so good the whole time. And I like that the roles are switched. You know, usually yeah. the guy yeah. that's all dressed up with a suit is the guy that we're rooting against. Mm. Not this time. Right. And, you know, I just, I, as a fan, I've got to go back, again, as a fan of Jericho, calling him Tony Skiavone was just, <laughs> just cracked me up so much. I also love, as we got here, the, the car ride with Cody and, and Tony Skiavone, as they, uh, they were just talking to Jericho, or um, t- Cody and Tony were just talking, and I thought this really humanized uh, Cody, because sometimes he does come across as ultra superstar, but here just kind of talk about his dad and what this means and all this stuff. I, I thought it was really good for him. I think I would like to see other wrestlers get stuff like this. I'd love to see like a Hangman Page or other people oh. who we haven't really seen yet get that sort of let let me meet you in person. We could start a segment like writing with Tony, writing oh, with Tony. Oh, <laughs> that's a good one. AEW. That's a free one. Next one you gotta pay for. It's like the no, wrestling version of Carpool Karaoke. It could <laughs> just be Tony's them in the car all the way there. Except it's like deep life talks. Yeah, and I think they should sing too. And um, maybe a musical number at the end. <laughs> and on a high note. Musical numbers make everything better. Uh, but this, where it really sealed the deal, Sammy Guevara, just the most punchable looking person, pops up on the screen. <laughs> and I love how Jericho teased it. Like, shouldn't you be somewhere else and then Sammy's face comes up and you know uh oh something is not good and they Jake Hager just wipes out (laughs) Dustin Rhodes I'm guessing we're going to have a broken arm angle of some kind Uh, and then my favorite line of the night was Jericho lighting the cigar going Hey, Dustin looks pretty bad. You should probably go get him checked. <laughs> ah. Ah. <laughs> that is just another shirt waiting to happen. ShopAEW.com. Uh, definitely check that out. They got tons of cool, cool merchandise there. Uh, yeah. Overall, I just I'm, I'm excited about this uh, this whole this whole thing. I think the inner circle is still coming off looking amazing. And and that segment was reminiscent of the NWO when they made their debut in 96. And mm-hmm. remember, they, they beat up Rey Mysterio in the back lot. And they the threw him against the Yeah. Yes. It, it felt like that. So it felt very, like, at any point, I felt like someone could call the police and report these people. <laughs> yeah. It, it, it just, I'm loving the inner circle. They are my favorite thing going right now in wrestling. Um, and speaking of things that are my favorite, I love After Buzz. I love being a part of it. Jessica can you go ahead and let all of the lovely viewers and listeners know where they can find us and all that good stuff? Oh, I sure will. Well, thank you so much, you guys. <laughs> we appreciate your support more than you know. You guys are the reason that we get to come here every single week. It's so important that you like our channel, you interact with us on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, handwritten letters if you want. <laughs> we'll read them. It's just really important, and we appreciate you guys. Thank you so much. Yeah, I want to give a shout-out to uh, one of the people who gave us a five-star review on iTunes, Jack Michaels. Uh, he wrote, I'll be tuning into this. With all the uncertainty about this new wrestling platform, it's great to be able to come here and get a good breakdown from other people who are passionate about this. I can already count on getting some unique perspectives and commentary from these hosts. Keep it up, guys. So, yeah, thank so you. Jack Michaels, great first name, and we appreciate <laughs> it. Uh, go ahead, and if, if you haven't left a review, go ahead and leave a five-star review. Leave a comment. Comment and your comment might get read on the air by yours truly or someone else if you wanted to. Why, why not? We can we can pass it around. It's fine. It's a loose show. Um, 
speaking of loose shows, uh, <laughs> this show, uh, AEW Dynamite, wrapped up with the culmination of the Tag Team Title Tournament. You know it's the Mac Holla, holla. Holla, holla, player. <laughs> yes. So, so, um... <laughs> This was something I, this whole tournament, I really enjoyed. I loved the build-up to it. I loved how tag teams have been such a focus in AEW. Um, before we dive into everything that happened in the match, uh, Aniso, do you think that we're still going to see tag teams presented as a focal point in AEW? Or is this kind of like, okay, now we've done that, time to move on? It's a focal point. And the reason is because they have... Not only because they have a lot of people that are tag team right now, it's because when they announced uh, for All Out, oh, for Double or Nothing, when they did the press release, they said, you are going to get a lot of tag team. And that's what they have provided. Yes, the AEW championship is, you know, it is what it is. That's how it is in every wrestling company. You have a championship. That is a focal point. But I like the fact that, you know, now we're seeing the tag team more so as a focal point because we get to see matches that not many people get to see. Even if you, you know, go to indie shows, you've probably seen these wrestle these guys wrestle before. And if you don't and you're new, you know, you get to experience something that you've never seen before. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's. I think what's great about tag team wrestling is because obviously there's more people. They're able to just keep the pace cracking yeah. throughout the whole thing. Keep it cracking. Um, keep it cracking. Keep it cracking. <laughs> <laughs> Hashtag keep it cracking. <laughs> Pro wrestling tees. We need to get some shirts. Uh, uh, oh. Whoa. Bringing the heat. He's too quick. Yes. Ah. <laughs> uh, so um, I love. And I've said this before, but I absolutely love that they have tag teams watching along at ringside. I yeah. thought having mm-hmm. private party there was so cool. I thought having the dark order watching backstage. <laughs> their creepers cool. with the creepers building They're, their human throne. Nonetheless, they built a throne to watch the match right in front well, of a row of seats. seats. <laughs> I love how there's literally chairs right behind them, and they still no. <laughs> No, my human people. will take care my, of this. My, my minion will handle this for me. Uh, and I like that it wasn't in like, it was like, it looked very believable. It looked like everyone was really interested in seeing how this match goes. And to me as a viewer, that if they care, then I care. And so I, I thought that was really, really great. The crowd was hot for this one. The crowd was mm-hmm. into it from the very beginning. Uh, it seemed like it went a little bit short. But uh, Roger, go ahead and tell me what, how you felt about this match. I mean, they've been building this up for what? Four weeks now? It's yeah. been a great build-up. Um, I think Tony Schiavone mentioned um, the Lucha Brothers have won five matches in a row. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, they came in hot. Uh, Christopher Daniels was out of the picture, so it was definitely going to be two-on-two. Mm-hmm. Lots of action. And I feel like in the end, the Lucha Brothers gave in to their own momentum. Because honestly, I can't think of that many highlights from SEU. You know, they mostly yeah. got powerbombed through tables and mm-hmm. <laughs> thrown around the whole yeah. arena. So, in the end, that was the Lucha Brothers' demise. They got a little too confident in their own momentum. Kaz banged himself really hard with yeah. that uh, that yeah. uh, Hurricane Rana into the the ring. I, yeah, that, that that was kind of the, the looked like the biggest move of the night at some point because it was such a it looked gnarly from from me as a viewer. Um, Jessica, was this the right call? Do you think the, the right team won? Well, because you lost your bracket, absolutely. <laughs> but no, um, from a wrestling standpoint, I actually kind of felt like the end was a little rushed. I mean, mm-hmm. we were saying it ourselves. We're like, wow, they're really going down to the last second. And it didn't have that explosive, you know, finisher that I was hoping for. It was really quick. Yeah. So, 
Yeah, I was a little underwhelmed. It's very yeah. true. We finished the whole tournament on a package, on a rolling package. Like yeah, that's how we end the whole thing. It wasn't what I was looking for. It definitely protects SC or um, Lucha Brothers, so they don't look like they took like a hard loss, and it definitely gives us the opportunity for another match to happen between them. Um, but I think both teams look great in this. I do also think SCU is the right team to win this match. Uh, they've been built up as the underdogs. They've sort of had a story going. Yeah. I've said before, I think Scorpio Sky is going to be a huge star in AEW. Uh, I think being a tag team champ is awesome for him right now, but I see I see world title things for him. I see I see the ceiling you, for him. You see the Scorpio Sky. I see the, <laughs> the Scorpio I see him Sky the, through the glass ceiling and Scorpio Sky, he's gonna be a, he's gonna be a champion. He's gonna he's gonna be a champion now. Uh, Anissa, I know you're a huge fan of SCU. Yep. Let, let's hear it. Uh, let's, let's hear it I mean, you're, I'm born and raised in SoCal. You gotta you know. SCU. Definitely, and you know, you know, outside of you know, After Buzz and AEW, I'm good friends with Scorpio Sky and to name Oh man, what are you doing? I'm just jealous. <laughs> just to know his story and to see how emotional this is for him and you know for the fans who love them it really I'm, I'm so happy for him because all he ever wanted to do was to be on TV and same to be on same. <laughs> To we have similar goals. Should, should, should his dream be to be a champion, not to be on TV? Well, I mean, to, to wrestle and to be on TV. That's I'm, what I'm I mean. teasing Scorpio. You're getting on SEU's bad side. <laughs> I, wanted, I wanted the Lucha Brothers to win. I don't care. But, you know, to be quite honest, I'm just very, very happy for them. You know, even mm-hmm. if Lucha Bros did one, both these, these tag team championships really mean something to both of these talent uh, yeah. tag team tag team guys and you know it's good to see these guys you know go at it and I feel like we're going to get to see more storylines with Lucha with the, with the Lucha Bros but I hope we get to see storylines with you know other tag teams yeah they uh, Lucha Bros are what I would call a plug and play team you could say they're against anyone and you you care immediately and about that's what's that great about tag team wrestling and the Lucha Bros is that no matter who they're facing they have that in-ring connection I just want to see Phoenix walk on ropes everywhere he goes oh the yeah. like, that guy, that I'm not sure if he does that at home. Like, it's kind of crazy. When he jumped the kick. Yeah. Like, when he was walking, he jumped the kick, still landed, bounced around. That looked like a horror I lost track of where he was for a second. Got a little dizzy. Uh, uh, So, huge congratulations to SCU, though. I think this is cool. I think it's a huge moment for them and tag team wrestling. I have a question. Do you think this was the right call to give the tag team titles to SCU or to Lucha uh, Bros? I think long term, the this is the right the right call, and I say that because even just from a balance standpoint, you have Jericho as a champion, very heelish, mm-hmm. and so if you had a, a heelish tag team champions as well, it would just be a very kind of a depressing, unbalanced. Yeah. You need you need someone you can root for to be the champion. We but need balance. Plus, <laughs> <laughs> so uh, yeah, I, I think it was the right call. Um, but moving on, we we had another tag team match. It was a it was a six man tag. We're, you know it's the match. <laughs> Uh, and then we, we've got uh, the Hybrid 2 and Kip Sabian versus the Elite Kenny Omega and the Young Bucks. And uh, this was a fun match. We had a very interesting intro by Kenny Omega. Uh, lots of fun shenanigans. Uh, I'm a huge fan of all these guys, and six-man tags are always fun for me. They're just... 
craziness galore. Uh, <laughs> Roger, go ahead and let, chat us up about it. What did you think about the match? Great match. I'm always excited when I see the Elite team up. And the thing that I love the most is seeing Kenny happy. I feel like Kenny Omega has found his spot in AEW. Mm-hmm. Um, he came out, I forgot the name of the character that he dressed up as for Halloween. Oh, Sans? Uh, Sans. Um, so I looked up this character, and apparently it was a, a, a famous role-playing game back in 2015. And the character itself was supposed to be like a, a comedy relief character on the game. And eventually, as you keep playing along, he transforms into a very knowledgeable and powerful character, which I think mm-hmm. is very reflective of his career, Kenny Omega's yeah. career. Yeah, I think I think that's Kip, deep. That's I think that's I think he's gonna be a, he's gonna be a champ uh, eventually as well. I think Kip Sabian's gonna be a champ too. I'm I'm really big on Kip Sabian. I thought he was he's a star in the making. I think the story though, let's just. Let's not bury the lead. The story was uh, the elite wins. Young Bucks are doing their rounds. We see a Rick and Morty pair uh, of masks. They take them off. <laughs> it's uh, it's the inner circle doing their thing. It's uh, Ortiz and Santana, and they lay out the Young Bucks. Uh, Jessica, how do you feel about these two getting the best of the Young Bucks here? Well, I thought it was a really fun way to do it with the Rick and Morty masks. And not only did it tie into Halloween, but it tied into a little bit of advertising. I mean, AEW really has a down when it comes to their social media, um, just like excitement. You know, they really know like those tweet worthy moments. I'm sure Twitter exploded when that happened. So, yeah, Yeah. they definitely know what they're doing for getting the fans pumped. Yeah, big night for Santana and Ortiz. They, because they not only got the Young Bucks, but they got the legendary Rock and Roll Express, uh, sent them through the floor. Uh, Inner Circle just came off looking strong. I've asked the other two, Anissa, are you team Inner Circle or are you team loser? <laughs> I'm team Elite. That's, that's, that's that I'm team Elite. And you spell Elite L O S E R, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> 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 no. Um, <laughs> You had a choice. You had a choice. You had a choice. I gave you an option. He's just upset because I see you on. SC losers. No, I'm sure. Um, so, anyways, uh, yeah, dark times. If you're not in yeah. the, uh, if you're not a part of the inner circle, and and speaking of dark, I'm gonna go ahead and pass things oh. on over to Roger so we can chat about AEW dark. Roger, Let's what do, you got do for this. Us? I am bringing out the shades. Oh, oh, oh. Me too. Any, all right, I think they should. Oh my fit god, somehow do they even? There we go. All right, all right. <laughs> <laughs> I'm giving you Paris Hilton realness uh, right they, now. This is great. <laughs> we like wearing our sunglasses at night. And so we inside. Brought, and inside, so we have brought them out. Just All like Orange Cassidy. I was going to say we're channeling Orange Cassidy. Uh, this week on Dark... Actually, I can't read with this. All right. <laughs> <laughs> this week on Dark, we had a triple threat match with Darby Allen, Jimmy Havoc, and Jack Evans. And if you get the chance to look at this match on YouTube, I recommend to check it out. Jack Evans was able to showcase his skill set. He had some karate kicks. Um, <laughs> the match spilled out to the middle of the, of the crowd. They went. Um, we had a 450 splash on top of some chairs, which is kind of insane. And it looked painful. They weren't like the chairs weren't stacked exactly that comfortably. We had a pile driver through a table. Which, by the way, the tables were kind of teased throughout the night. And then <laughs> we had a coffin drop with a chair making the landing uh, with another Darby win. So in case you haven't gotten enough Darby for you for yourself this week, uh, check this week out on AEW Dark. 
I thought it was a cracking episode. I, you know, I use that term a lot, but this is dark is the most excited I've been for any secondary show I've ever seen in wrestling. I think their <laughs> matches are so good on AEW Dark. I yeah. guess I'll take these off. <laughs> <laughs> The women's match was amazing. Um, but uh, I really loved that. Uh, yeah, I love that um, uh, the, the main event. Uh, a lot of Pacific Northwest love in that match. A lot of uh, Seattle, Tacoma, Parkland, Washington uh, represented up there. So That is true. And yeah, there was a women's match. There was another tag team match if you haven't gotten enough of Dusty. And we might have Dustin. We actually might not see Dusty, Dustin for a while. <laughs> so uh, if you get the chance, this might be your last chance. Which, by the way, we don't have enough time to cover all the matches. But um, Dustin Rhodes teamed up with uh, Sunny Kiss which I thought was a really interesting tag team. Mm-hmm. And I, I have an idea for a tag team name. That's oh, that's yes. a big highlight I have from this whole oh, thing. Oh, yes. I, want, I cannot it. wait to hear, hear this. It. it is Kiss from a Rhodes. Oh! oh! I can pay it to There you go. Roger just you heard it here first. gold right now. <laughs> that is, yeah. That is that is perfect. I love there was a, there was a tweet by the way um, where the young bucks uh, so yeah yeah one of the young bucks tweeted out that a match on the show was a can't miss episode or a can't miss match and someone said well then why is it on dark and he responded <laughs> with because we want dark to be can't miss oh. and Ooh, I a thought, sassy and I thought that was just is my favorite I, I I responded tweet of the year great my favorite. <laughs> <laughs> my my absolute favorite. And so, uh, yeah, if you're not watching AEW Dark, definitely check it out. Lots of great stuff on there. Um, speaking of great stuff, we got a we got a Moxley promo. We got oh. a, a John Jonathan Moxley promo that uh, he was a little heated. You know, I think he maybe had some coffee. Maybe had some. <laughs> uh, maybe had a, a, a surge. Uh, there was cola spit drink. everywhere. Um, he was. Spitting with anger. Yeah, we have a spitter in her hands. So he, on the camera, on the mic, it was very distracting. Yeah, I mean, uh, like, so he, obviously, we, we at the beginning of the show, we see him yell at Tony Khan himself about being unhappy about it, being unsanctioned, because that means it doesn't count. I love that he's saying that Omega is Tony Khan's boy and that he doesn't want to loss against him to count. I feel like that is just a really cool way to talk about how wins and losses actually matter. Um, but as far as just like how he's going to tear poor old Kenny apart. Jessica, what was <laughs> what was your feeling about Moxley after this? Because we've seen him do a lot of stuff, but this is one of his first long kind of promos we've got to see from him. Where do you sit with Moxley right now? Well, he definitely brought the passion. Like, he, you could tell that this is an issue that was really getting to the core of his being. Like, this was <laughs> not sitting well with him. And I thought he was super quotable. He was super... I don't know. I, like, it was a little inspiring. I was like, I kind of yeah. needed to see that today. And what did he say? He was like, kiss my ass and stay out of my way. I'm like, oh, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Like, maybe maybe we all needed to hear that. That's how I leave to work every morning. <laughs> right. Yeah, literally. That's what I was like. Maybe we all need that little, hey, he, who are you talking to? He did have that feeling like, man... I do not want to get in his in his way, yeah. and uh, I am really excited to see him and Omega go at it. I, real quick, and he said, "I know that you're a fan of Moxley, uh, but we are short on time. Let us That's know, kind of, what did you think about this uh, 
this segment. I mean, I'm biased. I'm always going to say pretty much like Moxie is great. Uh, <laughs> it, it just reminds me of old Moxie 2009 when I used to watch him cut promos. And it's very organic. And that's what I like about him. He's very organic when he, cut, when he does promos or when he just talks in general. It makes you have... The way he talks in promos, it makes you have a feeling. And not like any feeling, like just passionate type of feeling. Yeah. So I really enjoy that. I'm excited to see him versus Kenny Omega in this type of match because, in my opinion, this is John Moxley. This is who he is, and this is the type of wrestler he is when it comes to matches like this. And the chat room's letting us know that it seems like he took a shot at the WWE as well. So it seems like he went out there with a lot of passion. He had a lot of stuff on his shoulders, and he got his message across. I think he did want to show us that this is the kind of person he's always wanted to be. Uh, Anissa, a real quick follow-up question for you. Future match, world title... John Moxley, Scorpio Sky, who wins? Ooh. Scorpio Sky, because he's. Oh, yeah. <gasps> oh, oh, my God. What? What? Moxley, did you hear that? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you always gotta, you know, if you're from. No, your no. I want everyone just to remember that you chose. That hometown Sky. hero versus your personal hero. You gotta. No, I've always been like that. Well, if it's the person's your hometown hero. She's guy, loyal. She's yeah, loyal. you gotta be loyal. Speaking of loyal, uh, we have a. Uh, uh, let's go ahead. We're gonna do our special segment. It is reporting from the runway. Jessica, lots of good fashions tonight. Should I put the glasses back on? Yeah, yes. I feel like they're very yes. high fashion. Yes. yes, 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 yes. I'm now the editor of Vogue. Okay, okay. I'm getting carried away, guys. We have to talk about. All the outfits this evening. Best dress, of course, is going to go to Chris Jericho. We have a lovely purple pumpkin sweater. Uh, Nothing needed underneath because that (laughs) would just be unnecessary, you know? Like, it's a statement. Um, No undershirt needed. Um, Yeah, he looks great. And I think, yeah, enough said. And then matching pants. Moving on. (laughs) Wait, matching pants? Yeah. Yeah, I think that could have been a nice, a nice touch. All right, I might need some help with. uh, I think it's it's Hikiro Shida. Hikiro Shida. Hikiro Shida. You're on your own, Jessica. I know that we had we had to get a little phonetic that time, but it's okay. Um, Hikiro Shida. She actually just moved to the U.S., so I loved this outfit for her because it was a little homage to the good old U.S. of A. Lots of red, white, and blue, and Mm. she looks killer. She's got a great bod. She's she's looking. H O T. She's rocking that like uh, is that like a, almost like a road warrior shoulder pad thing on the side? Yeah, I yeah, know. you're right. There's a lot of levels to this outfit. You know, it's definitely, it's definitely a little abstract for wrestling. So yeah, I totally dig it. It's an, it's an intimidating outfit as well. Mm-hmm. I'm getting a little bit of a Dragon Ball Z type of vibes from that shoulder pad. That is true. Ooh. I like this. Yeah, I like how it kind yeah. of combined her, you know, traditional culture with a little bit of us too it's fun yeah that's a great shot of her too that's a good uh that's a good image she's yeah. looking yeah. tough i'm thinking i'm a, i'm a, i really love that they had this match in the four women four <laughs> four women match on dark because it really we shored up that women's division very quickly it seems like like it seems like we only had a few women in the women's division now suddenly there's like six more that are interesting mm-hmm. which is great by the time riho comes back from wherever she is there would be a lot of competition for her. Right. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, and the competition yeah. in the women's division is looking like it's going to start getting pretty fierce because Brandy Rhodes, 
she might be calling on some dark powers to help her as well. <laughs> um, so she, we, we saw a little bit of the craziness, a little bit of the finger pointing craziness. Um, Don't mind oh. if I do. Oh. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> I couldn't have said it better myself. Yeah. <laughs> that about summed it up. That about summed it up. So, she, so we see her, like, looking dark and blowing out candles, and Awesome Kong is, is coming yeah. in the shadows. Uh, awesome Kong is just a legend in women's wrestling. But what I want to ask, first and foremost, Roger, are we going to see some supernatural hijinks going forward? Or is this just a, some Halloween fun fun? I'm here for it. I feel like we're going to see some demonic situations coming our way, and I'm excited for it. Yeah, Anissa, you had mentioned something along the lines of uh, um, Brandy and Awesome Kong and maybe Brandy pulling some strings. Tell us a bit about your theory on Yeah, that. I really think, you know, with the photos that, uh, you know, you see in the promo and Awesome Kong cutting the hair, I think oh, Brandy is, you know the puppet master and is telling Awesome Kong to do this and doing a little voodoo magic Ooh. and stuff like that. Especially you know? with the cutting the hair. Exactly. That's a good so, observation. And the photos and it's like you're taking her, you're taking her, you're taking her. Just like, you know, how, you know, one one women's wrestler back in WWE, she did like a checklist on every single woman she pretty much beaten. But this time I think it's just another level and, you know, she pretty much mm-hmm. said she like traded her soul on like Instagram. She put, did a little fun post. Oh, and, and what a perfect time to announce then Halloween. Then right? Halloween. Perfect timing. Christmas is right around the corner, though. <laughs> <laughs> they got to wrap this yeah, one up. <laughs> and next month I will bring joy. <laughs> uh, yeah, so lots of lots of stuff to be on the lookout for with that one. I think that's going to be a very interesting story to unfold. And again, the women's division suddenly just popped. There's like lots of stuff going there, and I'm really excited about that because that was the one thing with AEW that I was really hoping for more of was with, was the women's division. They've mm-hmm. they've brought it. They definitely brought it um, this week. Um, and speaking of of bringing it, uh, someone's going to be bringing us the news, and that's Jessica O'Connor. Tell us what's going on in the world, guys. It's super exciting. You know, AEW is all about second chances. A lot of people who are a part of the WWE are finally getting their shine. We have Dasha Carell, who was a former WWE superstar. She only did two matches for the WWE before she transitioned to backstage interviewing. She now does Spanish language commentary for AEW Dynamite. And she wrestled her first match since 2015, just the other night. So she had an Instagram post that you see right here where she kind of, you know, highlights her journey to getting back into the ring. She thought it's something that was never going to happen again, but she got that second chance thanks to AEW. So good for her. Yeah. Yeah. Girl power and props to her for being, you know, someone that just loves wrestling, whether it's in the ring or out of it. Yeah, I think it's so cool that she's taking her career and expanding it and doing more. And it's got to be scary getting in the ring, especially yeah. if you've been on the outside of it for so long. It's easy for us talking heads to sort of judge and comment, like, I like this move, or that move wasn't clip, crisp or whatever. But to be someone who goes, no, I'm going to go beyond that and, and actually learn do it both. and do it is really impressive. It's intimidating. Get ah. you a girl who can do both, oh. right? That's, that's the motto. That's the motto. That's the motto. <laughs> <laughs> 
Uh, so yeah, that was that was a a really really that's uh, cool to hear. I love I love those stories. And hopefully we get to see her on TV sometime uh, soon or when she's when she's ready. I don't know how that process yeah. works, but chase your uh, dreams. Um, so cool. Um, speaking of seeing people on TV, we got to see Hangman and Guevara go at it on TV uh, today in a fun in a fun match with two guys who they said it on the show. These two could be going for the world title together in 10 years because they're both so young and they're both so good. Anissa, tell us your thoughts on uh, on these two. Do you like one over the other? Or where I, like, I really like Hangman Page. You know, Sammy Guevara, his character just reminds you of, like we spoke about it, like a frat He's a little boy. fratty. Yeah, like, <laughs> like, a, like a modern He looks day. like he crushes beers on his head. In fact, I feel like I know this about him just by looking at him. Like a like a vlogger who does vlog. I th- I know he does that. He does. He's a vlogger. As the but, representative you know, for Inner Circle, I must I'm say he saying. would never crush a can on his face. It's too beautiful. <laughs> Maybe he gets a little Botox. Who knows? He gets know. someone else to crush it for him. <laughs> he gets someone there you go. His minions. But I, mean, I, I think I don't know. I enjoyed this match. I thought both of them did pretty well. And you know, for me, I'm you know more of the Hangman Page uh, side. I like his character. I like yeah. you know the way he uses that and elevates it. I thought it was really good Hangman 1. I think he needed the win. Yeah. Um, Roger, what about you? Do you think this is like, is, is Guevara going to be like the enhancement guy for the uh, the inner circle? Or is he going to be fine after this? Well, something I noticed that I'm not sure anyone actually noticed because they've been on such a hot streak. This is the first loss for the inner circle. Mm-hmm. They haven't Ooh. lost. I, I know. I didn't even, yeah. I know. I didn't take it in that way. So I want to yeah. know how Jericho's going to react to this. Because again, you're representing the inner circle. you got to make sure and represent it well. Oh, that's, that's that could very be a interesting. fun, yeah. My, funny enough, my favorite part of this whole match, it, it, the match was great, but I love that we got to hear Hangman on the mic more. I think he's a character that we need to hear on the microphone, and we need to get to learn who his character is and what he stands for, because he does kind of live that character. On, I don't know if he actually, I'll be honest, I don't know if he actually is that way in real life, but he feels like he lives that character. Yeah. He, he that, feels like a cowboy. He feels like a cowboy. <laughs> he's if a real someone, cowboy. I would... I would be I'd be more shocked if I found out he wasn't actually like that. <laughs> he's like born and raised in New York City yeah, or something. He hates yeah. Chaps. yeah, he's like, <laughs> uh, yeah, he's just like I just want to go to the opera. <laughs> um, so I think having him on TV and in front of a mic more is what we need more of for him because I think he could be a star as well as long as we can connect with him as more than just a guy who wears chaps. Um, but I do want to you know uh, best wishes out. News came out this week that his his horse passed away, Hunter Horse mm. Hemsley. So, uh, as a as a pet owner, um, I don't know if you count a, a horse as a pet or if it's something different. But um, animals are pets. An animal. But uh, <laughs> I know I know I would be devastated if I lost mine. So, um, Hangman Page, our thoughts go out to to you for that. Do you guys want to see more of Hangman Page? Do you want to see him in in the title scene again? I do. How do you say no after we shout out his 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 horse castle? (laughs) (laughs) I don't want to see him or his horse. (laughs) What a what a horrible timing on that that question. But uh... (laughs) yeah, you're gonna make us look really bad if we say no right now. So we'll we'll fix it in post. (laughs) I would like to see him more, uh, especially more on the mic too. You know. I, I would like to see a lot of these great talents on the mic too. You know, mm-hmm. cut some little promos here and there. I know sometimes they do it on social media, which is cool. I know that is their, you know, that's another platform. But to see it on TV just a little bit would be really cool. 
And his theme song is great. Yeah. Like, so that gets cool. me hype. It's so cool. He's cool. He's a cool character. I want to see more of him. Um, but the, there's certain people I want to see more of. There's five of them I want to see more of. And that <laughs> is a transition, ladies and gentlemen, to... Elite of the Week. Today we've got our top five, and we're starting Ooh. at number one. <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, Again? you can set your clock to it. Number one, my boy, <laughs> Jericho, leader of the inner circle, getting it done, signing contracts. He's just pulling the strings of poor Cody Rhodes, and he gets everything he wants every time. Enjoy that cigar. You deserve it. <laughs> Next up, we got John Moxley. That's right. Same top two, two Woo! in a row. John Moxley just owns any place he is in. Damn he, right. he owned the room with Tony Khan in it. Moxley's on the list. Tony Khan isn't because Moxley is the man. Next up, we got SCU. Woo! How could you not be number three? You won the tag team title tournament to become the tag team champions of the world. And, of course, then we got Hangman Page. Like I said, that promo put him over. That match put him over. He had a few stumbling blocks, but this guy is going to the top. And number five... We got Ortiz and Santana. It doesn't matter if you're a former champion. It doesn't matter if you run the company. They're coming for you. They're gunning for you. And they're going to take you out. They're pit bulls. They're going to pick your pocket. And they're going to kick your ass. They're with the inner circle. That's your top five, ladies and gentlemen. That was your elite of the week. I'm sensing a conspiracy here. What? There's like three members of the inner circle in the top five. I challenge you on which one of them shouldn't be there. They're all, it's, my ratings are perfect. They're flawless. Just like your bracket. They go through, I have a metric. I have Mm. many papers pinned to bulletin boards with yarns connecting them to get the perfect top five. Who's that? Who, Who did I leave out? I'm not going to argue with the inner circle. I've seen, I've seen what they do. <laughs> Champagne for you. <laughs> Bubbly for you. Thank you. <laughs> um, so that's the top five. If you guys agree, disagree, put it in the comments. Uh, let us know what you think. Who did I leave out? Who should have been higher or lower? Maybe who do you think number six through ten should have been? Um but that's that's it for us. This is the Halloween episode. Uh, do we get tricks? Do we get treats? I don't know. Either way, you can find out on social media. Roger, go ahead and tell the lovely people where they can find you. All right. You can find me on Twitter, Roger underscore Corral. And Jessica. Ooh, my turn. You can find me on Twitter <laughs> at J O'Connor with three N's on Instagram, Jessica O'Connor underscore. And Anissa. And you can follow me on all social media at Anissa Bunn. And Josh in the booth. We lost Josh in the booth. (laughs) We lost Josh in the booth. <laughs> and you can find me at jackcfarmer.com as well as Real Jack Farmer across all social media. Also, make sure to check out across all social media AEW Afterbuzz so you can keep in touch with all the latest news and comments and concerns <laughs> with all of the AEW Afterbuzz stuff. So, until next time, do your best and be yourself. Founder Kevin Undergaro and me, Maria Menunos, would like to thank you for tuning in to AfterBuzz TV. Remember, we're not just the first, we're the biggest in the world, and we're the only destination for all your favorite TV shows. Whatever you crave, we've got it. So go to AfterBuzzTV.com and check out our lineup. Buzz you later. <laughs> the views expressed herein are those of the host only. Do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals. 